really, my dear, I don't give a dean. <laughs> That's right. Greendale presents Gone with the Windows, where we'll celebrate our new energy-conscious windows with a cotillion. <laughs> Good, Good morning, morning Greendale. Greendale. I don't know when we come in on this because I listen to I was, our own podcast. I was, uh, I was there's a delay down. there. I come in my own podcast 1.25 speed because I've heard it and done it before. Anyway, I'm Mike. And I'm Ben. And these are your morning announcements. Today we're talking about Community. Season 2, Episode 21, Paradigms of Human Memory. We're doing it live. <laughs> we're doing it live and we're not doing it great. It's a um, it's a disaster. Today's a five dollar and up Patreon live episode. This um, is a disaster that if you were a Patreon, you could see live. Uh, and many people are so. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, we've got some excitement in the chat for the pod decks. So I guess, Mike, <laughs> is it time for outsourcing Mike's bits? Ah, uh, yeah. I gotta dance <laughs> the music every time. It's so good. Um, so yes, uh, I get to show the Poddex cards to to our listeners. There they are. They're actual cards that I used my own dang money to purchase. <laughs> I, I don't know why I did that. Me and Justin McElroy are part of a exclusive club. Anyway, let's get that good, good shuffle that no one will be able to hear because it does not come in through Discord. Do you think Justin McElroy also wears uh, the Besties t-shirt for his own podcast? Man, I hope so. He... He, I, I will say he's not the biggest fan of the besties. Um, <laughs> there's a reason it kind of comes in and out of hiatus and they try to figure out what the best way to do with it is. Anyway, <coughs> enough about the besties. It is outsourcing Mike's bits and therefore it's time for a pod deck card. Let's see what it's got. This is the one I saw in my pre-show shuffling that I was hoping not to because this gives a oh, lot good. of power to people that listen to us and might dislike us because, you know, the nonsense that's happening. What nickname have you been called that you hate? Excellent. Um, I hate, first off, I hate this card. It's going elsewhere. <laughs> Excellent. So I do have actually a fun story about this because oh, when I was goodness. when I was going to college, <laughs> you're saving I, uh, pod decks here. Uh huh. When I was at at college orientation, right? Like over the summer, you had like you had to go and and learn all about. Um, trying to fade out this music and it's not fading. <laughs> For a moment there, you just froze, and I'm like, like, I the music was playing, but you weren't, and I'm like, wait, what's happening? No, the music is eternal now. Oh, the there we go. I got it eternal. to fade out finally. Um, the music I'm, is going to have its own Marvel movie. It's great. I'm I'm great at podcasting. Eh. Um, well, so who needs to be good at it? We we had our our uh, orientation before coming to college, okay. and sure. my um, the the orientation leader uh, was like she saw my name and she's like, "Can I call you Benny?" And I was like, "Please don't." So like and she was and the Jets, yeah, like the Jets or you know just just like B E N N Y just. Benny and I was like, yeah, like, no. like a good eggs Benny. Uh huh, just like that. Um, 
And I was like, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. And she was like, oh, okay. And you know, she was, she was, she didn't call me Benny, but she did spend the entire, you know, cause it's like an overnight thing. So she spent the, the whole two days being like, I, you know, I just, I wish I could call you Benny. And I was like, well, you can't. Sorry. What in the world? So, uh, <laughs> What what kind of decision has this person made that they're like, man, I want to tell you how much I want to call you by something that is explicitly something right. you don't want to be called. So That's, uh, names matter, everyone. She was she was like she was so let down that I wouldn't let her call me Benny. And then as we were filling out the paperwork for my schedule and all of that, um, she was she was like, I just you know. Just wish you, I could call you Benny, and she I was like, kept "All right." Going to it? I was like, "All right." I tell you what, I tell you what, because this is like what. this is the last time I'm ever gonna see her, right? So I'm like, "I tell you, I, I tell you what, you 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 can call me Benny." And she she got so excited, she wrote <laughs> Benny on the form. It was this whole thing. <laughs> what is wrong? I made her day by letting her call me Benny, and then and I'm like, "What do I oh, care? I I'm never gonna I'm never gonna see her again." Oh, I and have then, I know what the punchline to this story is, but go on. And then I, uh, you know, went off to college and, and my first semester, uh, a friend managed to get me a job at the front desk of one of the dorms and she Good was job. an RA at that dorm. Yay! So I, I saw her the sh- <laughs> all the time and she was like, bet you never thought you'd see me again. I knew was, that was, was going like, to be how this story ended. Cartoony. It was cartoony about just that like. Never thought you're gonna see me again. Like was it she was, Annie? Were you talking with Annie? <laughs> it was. It was like imagine Annie um, with. Uh, I was gonna say like the the imagine Annie, but with Troy's like energy. Done. Okay, okay. so that's basically yeah, what that. she was like. Uh, she was, you know, she was nice enough, but I was just like, ah, oh, damn it. Like I was, I <laughs> I'm was gonna get so called Benny by everyone. I've made a bad choice here. I was so sure I was never going to see her face. Like maybe she would see me in a hallway somewhere and be like, oh, hey, Benny. And I'd be like, yeah, fine, whatever. Not, I literally work with her every single week. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, so that backfired. So that's my story. Boy, this story was so much better than I anticipated. This is so good. <laughs> yeah, I'm all Ben all the time. Um, actually, that's not totally true. Uh, I it's do. Um, when I was also in college, uh, we were getting, we were sitting down to play some WarioWare, and uh, my friend Nate, the one who's never gone on record saying he doesn't eat babies, Important I was putting in my name, and he was like, "You should put in Benmo." Like B-E-N-M-O. And I was like, why? And he's like, because you should put in Benmo. And I was like, <laughs> sometimes okay. that's, in college, that's all it takes sometimes to make those important decisions. And everyone in that friends group for the rest of college and still to this day sometimes call me Benmo. So that also happened. And I'm fi- I'm actually fine with that. I'm way more fine than with Benmo than than Benny. So mm-hmm. it is it is uh I'm sure somewhat frustrating when somebody says Venmo and they're like, "What? Oh, you're like, what? 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 No. Oh, you mean that uh-huh. the money app from PayPal?" Uh-huh. So so that was my nickname for a while and then 
we took a road trip to California where there's a, a liquor outlet called Bevmo, B-E-V-M-O. Ooh. And then there's Venmo, the money app. And I'm like, they're all just trying to play off of this guy. Right. You you had the IP sooner. You should, you should uh, sue them for... IP infringement. I actually don't know when Bevmo came into being. Um, That's true. Bevmo probably has a better chance of not being, of beating you to Bevmo. Founded January 1994. There goes my lawsuit. Well, you can still get Venmo, and I think you've got a better case on Venmo. Do you have a nickname? Well, I was going to tell us a, a story in which I got bullied when I was in elementary school, but that seems like it'd be a bad tone now. Yeah, so I've got, go I with... mean, I've got a couple of those too, but let's just, <laughs> let's leave it with, with Benny, Benny and well, Benmo. No, I mean, I used to dislike the name Mikey, like, um, mm-hmm. um, when I was in middle school and high school and then I met my then girlfriend, now wife, um, and she, her, her nickname for me is Mikey. And now everybody that knows me through her is knows me as Mikey. And I'm fine with it, actually. I, I, I basically have like if four there are four ways to refer to me as and I and I will accept all of them. Michael, which is basically mm-hmm. only for my mom's side of the family. Michael Drew, which is my dad's side of the family. Mike, which is anybody I've met through my own <laughs> thing. And then Mikey, uh-huh. anybody who's met me through Stacy. So, okay. Those are the four that I I'm good with. Also, if there's enough Michaels, which trust me, there are a lot of Michaels, uh, my last name is also fine. In fact, I w- worked at a previous company that had 25 people in it and yet still had three Mikes, and I went by my last name. That's a lot, uh, of, a lot of Mikes per, per capita. I accidentally gave a guy a nickname once uh, because... Oh, I love this. His, his name was this. Mike, and his last name was sort of similar to the the guy uh in final fantasy 9 named striner uh who the main character keeps calling rusty because he wears like rusty armor and everything sure and a friend of mine was uh telling me about final fantasy 9 and i was like hey uh tomorrow you should just you should just call mike rusty uh because of the similar name and then he it caught on it it caught on to the point where he would my friend would call rusty uh and at home and ask for rusty on his parents landline and they knew who he was talking about <laughs> it accidentally caught on and i had i had no intent for that to happen the so the fact that it catches on to the parents of you right. know it's not it's not like mike and michael like clearly uh-huh. we know who you're talking about the, calling for like calling for rusty and trying to get mike is kind of amazing and then also uh-huh. like all right. Yeah, Rusty, it's yours. Uh-huh. Also, good. also, uh, we didn't tell him why at first. It's just like he, he would. We just call him Rusty, and then one day he was like, "Why do you keep calling me Rusty?" And it's like it's from Final Fantasy Nine. And then he's like, "Oh, okay." And then it just stuck. He was fine with it after that. <laughs> I think it. I think at that point he's just like, "I don't. This is sticking, and I don't know why. And I don't know why anybody would call me Rusty." Uh huh. And then he's like, oh, okay, now I know. That's all I needed. I, I'm fine with it. Whatever. Like, I've often said, like, as long as you don't call me an ass, I'm fine. <laughs> um, let's talk about season two, episode 21 of Community Paradigms of Human Memory. Let's. Uh, the whole thing takes, I was going to say it starts in, but the whole thing takes place in the study room. 
It's one of those, uh, I believe, bottle episodes that we love so much. I mean, it's kind of a bottle episode, but it's also a flashback episode. But also the flashbacks are not actually flashbacks from the show. So it's like a bottle episode, except they had to build more sets (laughs) for the bottle episode. And then rebuild sets that they already built before. (laughs) The opposite of a bottle episode. It literally is quite the opposite. There's there's some levels to it, uh, for sure. That's true. Um, but to start, the in the study room, the group is making the 20th and final anthropology diorama of the year. The assignment is to make a diorama of the study group making the 19th diorama. It's a lot. We start on a meta note and we never end. <laughs> uh, we see that uh, Shirley asks for a paintbrush and... When Troy goes to get it, we see the return of Annie's boobs, who steals the paintbrush and runs off into the vent. Troy says somebody's got to go after him, and Chang is already stripped down and in his underwear, slathering himself with Vaseline. And this freaks out everyone for good reason. Yeah, the quickness with which it's like, well, a monkey just stole that paintbrush, and he is already wearing nothing but his undies, slathering himself up with Vaseline. Mm-hmm. It's kind Where'd of a he lot. Get it? Did he already have that? I assume Chang walks around with Vaseline on his person 100% of the time. You know, I buy that actually. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, it's a little concerning, but fine. I mean, especially if he's going to use it to to crawl into ducts. I mean, he is a known duct crawler. He he literally says that he knows the vents like the back of his Chang. I hope he meant hand. So well, I don't I don't want to <laughs> think about what else he could have meant. So yeah, no, I just assume that, I mean, if you are, if you are a duct dweller, you need to constantly have Vaseline on your sure. person. I love the idea of duct dwelling. It's, it's, it's a very, the sound of the words. <laughs> uh huh. It, 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 for whatever reason, I'm not usually this kind of way, but it, it sits like a fine glass of wine, like <laughs> duct dweller. I'm anyway. going to start a winery and then name it duct dweller um and it's duct gonna be dweller wines i'm gonna i'm gonna charge 40 dollars a bottle for it and it's gonna be called duct dweller mm-hmm. and people will buy it ironically and then find out that they like it mm. and continue to buy it and then i'll be rich it's good It'll wine. Be great yeah yeah it's good wine i You're only good. make good wine you only make good wines here at the duct dweller brand i have i will go on record saying i have never made a bad bottle of wine you know, it's it's good to go on record and tell everybody about your pattern of making wines. Never made a bad bottle of wine. It's true. Um, Chang does work his way through the vents and finds all the stuff that Annie's boob has been hoarding, uh, including his spoon, which Annie boobs grabs and runs away with. Um, and then he sees some hubba bubba, which is like, oh, I didn't realize they still made this and pops it in his mouth. Chang manages to pull all of the the various treasures of a lot. Uh, Annie's boobs out of the ducts. Sometimes I say things on this podcast and I'm like, that was technically a sentence, but it makes no sense. Um, technically a sentence. It makes no sense unless you've watched a television show that also doesn't make much sense. We find out here and now, unless you manage to catch it the first time, we find or out that Annie's... listen to a podcast that mentioned it. Uh-huh, that Annie's boobs stole Annie's purple pens. And they're like, oh, remember when we all like freaked out about that? Oh, how, 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 how weird. It's all so weird. 
Yeah, that, um, that whole, that res- resolve, uh, that period of resolving cooperative calligraphy is kind of like, huh, and then moves on. I do want to point out that Chang, uh, Chang refuses to put his clothes back on and goes back in for his spoon, uh, diving through the air, sliding into the vent, <laughs> and Troy calls it a reverse cow birth. It does sort of look like a reverse cow birth because he he dives in and you hear this, like it yeah, is a... Okay. <laughs> Yeah, the sound it's challenging. Well, welcome, welcome to the opposite of ASMR, the podcast. I'm your host Ben. Rob, this is the worst bit. <laughs> <laughs> We've angered the ASMR people and also the non-ASMR people. We've angered everyone now, uh, except for uh, the great Oregon winemakers who should still sponsor us. <laughs> As we're talking about wine again, we don't even have to call it <laughs> Duck Dweller. I'm willing to. I'm willing to sample other wines. So I'm willing to sample other. <laughs> yeah, then if I like them, I'll advertise them on the podcast for money. That's it's capitalism, Mike. Oh wait, the whole thing we could do. We could get money through this. No way. Um, Reminder: uh, we're, This is a live episode. So <laughs> if you want to join our Patreon. So uh, they also find a deputy badge from the day that they spent in that old ghost town. And then we get a flashback to a ghost town adventure that never actually happened in Mm. the show. Um, Well, we certainly didn't see it. It could have happened in the liminal space between. Right. That's what they're suggesting. The idea is that it's it's like a flashback episode because like it's like a clip show. It's a clip show of things that we didn't see. Yes. It's is a clip show where you best. had to manufacture the clips for the clip show. Right. Instead of being able to pull them from previous episodes. Uh, and so they go, they, there. there's a, a whole thing about how they are in, a, in an old ghost town, um, which I wonder if that was the ghost town that we talked about in Colorado uh, that Jeff's dad was oh, from. Yes. The name I already forgot. I don't um, remember it either. Let's go with yes. Yes, the ghost town. So, yes. yes, and ghost town. Yeah, Jeff is like, man, that was one of the best days of the year, and I almost totally forgot about it. You know, calling obvious attention to like, the hey, fact that it didn't- this, this isn't this isn't a real this is not a real clip show. Right, we're being we're being meta about the clip show. Right, uh, Troy does not agree with how good it was because that. That prospector with the red long underwear that tried to shoot them at the end of the clip apparently was super racist. I mean, it's a it's a ghosty. That guy's probably been there since 1804. So what you're saying is that guy was a ghost? I'm saying the only way to find out is to tie him up and take his mask off. And and say the looks like the oh, real I see. racist old the- man. Was, was and then you pull it off and it's like a, a racist old man because it's just a different old man it's just a different uh old white guy under it so <laughs> we, <laughs> I, I see we the scooby-doo gambit got it <laughs> uh-huh then we we oh, were sure. like he was trying to, sure. to he was trying to bankrupt this ghost town so that he could get mm-hmm. the water rights to 
Look, it's pretty obvious at this point that Scooby-Doo writers have just been plugging things into a Mad Lib, and this one just kind of came up to the top. We're going to move forward. I wonder if there's a Scooby-Doo plot generator. There has to be. It's so... It's so... Scooby-Doo plot generator. It's formulaic. It has to. Okay. Um, Oh, that's a forum post, like, trying to find one. Um, oh, oh no. Scooby-Doo plotline formula. There it is. On DeviantArt. Um, Excellent. I am already loving where this one is going. Nope, that didn't lead anywhere. Um, <laughs> Darn it. I was hoping for <laughs> surprise, surprise, explicit there is content. No, there is no freaking Scooby-Doo plot generator. I am bummed. Um... I'm 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 bummed but like the internet has let me down in the worst way. Um It's it's disappointing cuz this is very very clearly something that you could make a joke and uh go for. I'm going to I'm going to make, you know what? I think uh I think in it's my time. in all that spare time that I have um mm-hmm. That that I definitely have. Um, I'm gonna There's a make lot one of Scooby those. Scooby Doo fonts, by the way. I'm gonna make one of those things where like you put in your like first initial and like your birthday, and it's gonna generate a Scooby Doo plot. I'm gonna be the first one to it. do that. I think you will be. Although I did find an article that seems to suggest that Scooby Doo's real name is not Scoobert Doobert. I was worried about that. So <laughs> me too. It seems like it should be Scoobert Doobert. Oh, and we, there's an there's a challenging image on this article because it is a it is a woman Scooby Doo like a mom Scooby Doo with like blonde hair and lipstick, seemingly in a bed at a hospital with a rolled up like like a baby Scooby Doo. Here, I'm going to put it in the chat. I think it's important that everybody sees it. Okay, um, it's it's a challenging image that. Uh, it's it's like a mom a Scooby mom is in the the hospital having just given birth to Scooby or it could be uh, I uh, I guess Shaggy or no what is it what is it what is that what is the tiny dog Scrappy Doo it could be Scrappy Doo it seems like an older uh, version of the the cartoon though um, I did not think that this was going to be what I saw today and here we are. Because I go, I searched, I, I I've, clicked I've on a link that said Scooby Doo. put it over your face on the video. Oh, so. perfect! <laughs> so look at me. I'm not Scoobert Dubert. You you love you love to see it. Um, Hashtag Scoobert Dubert. Okay, I'm closing this cursed image. We also see they they've got a little trophy from when they were in Glee, and we get another we get a flashback to them being in Glee, and they're singing a singling a ding ding song. Right, and Duncan is playing the piano very well, and um, yeah, I never, out- I never realized that Duncan was the one playing the piano in this shot before, because I'm like, because th- it makes no sense for Duncan to be the one doing it. Uh, it but there he doesn't. is. He, he's, it's him. It's like, 
it it doesn't make any sense for him to be the one doing it and yet there he is he's he's going he's like into it too it's it's very good um, i mean and, you can't you can't not be into glee when glee gets you you're in it i mean we can put a pin in that one there is an episode for this <laughs> my man um and he does point out that's not a fond memory the original glee club died in a bus crash always good to remember why things happen not just that they do uh i don't know uh name name one uh name one reason uh yeah you can't anyways moving on so um (laughs) (laughs) name one reason dot 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 you can't what uh i was trying to be like oh like we don't (laughs) we don't need to learn anything from history despite the fact that clearly uh if 2020 taught us anything it's that we need to learn everything from history um (laughs) exactly but then Inclu- I just sort of trailed including off. Including Scoobert like, Dubert and a pup named Scooby, which apparently was before my time, mid-80s to early 90s. So, uh, yeah, uh, the, they're like, you know what? Yeah, you know, the, I think Troy says it's, it's been a dark year. I mean, Pierce got hooked on painkillers. Shirley is having an unplanned pregnancy. And apparently Chang is in the group now. Uh, Annie says that God hates them and points at the time Abed had a mental breakdown at Christmas. Um, and we get a new to us clip of Abed narrating everything that was happening in the actual Christmas show. I do actually really like that flashback of like them. Cause, cause the entire Christmas episode from, from start to finish is in claymation. Right. Uh, or claymash as Ben Wyatt says, we're doing a parks and, and rec rewatch and it's very good. I mean, good, you're but wearing he's like, the shirt. But he's like claymation, uh, which I hate. Anyways, I um, believe he gets about five seconds of a claymation feature done in that in that episode. Uh-huh. It's his life's work, and uh, <laughs> and I remember he thought it was going to be a lot longer. <laughs> okay, uh, this is not a Parks and Rec episode. As somebody who's who did, I did one small claymation project. Uh, you get real bored of it real quick. <laughs> Um, I imagine. I feel just, bad for those people that like uh, that are like, oh, I gotta do this for how many years to get a pod or a, a video up? Yeah, we. I, I do really like the the uh, Christmas episode flashback because it is all all of them just sitting around the table, like saying things like, and Britta's like, "Oh no, I I tripped on the gumdrop." And Jeff and, and, is just on his phone. And Duncan is like writing things down. <laughs> it's like, I'm keeping notes. It's a, um, it's a really good uh, callback, I think. Jeff continues to disagree that that it, this year didn't suck. It was awesome. Full of good times with great people. Abed, scan your mainframe for some juicy memories. And then we get some ominous music and Abed starts his scan. And after some calculation, he realized Jeff and Britta are having secret sex. Uh huh. Which I will say that if you are looking for it, there are so many hints about them doing it because mm-hmm. we we know we know about the time that they did it on the the table uh, during the paintball match. So there are right some on like this very table. There are some one off things that like they like 
like when Jeff is like, oh, name one thing I'm not good at. And she's like, sex. So like, we know, we know that they've had sex, right? Like Correct. it's not, that part's not a secret, but just the number of things that like the way they say it, when you know that they have been secretly having sex, like as an ongoing thing, it's like, oh yeah, no, like there's, there's hints all over the place. Right. But it definitely took me by surprise the first time. Um, so it's true. You're not, it, it was a, it was a good reveal. It's a good reveal. And you know, uh, some people aren't like, I'm not as good of a, of an observer as, uh, Abed is when I watch a show, I just kind of let it wash over me. So it's like, Oh, there's a revelation. I've never noticed it. And then I watch it again. And like, Oh, clearly Anakin is supposed to become Darth Vader. Uh huh. Yep. You, you didn't know that the first time. Did somehow. not know that when um, I started watching <laughs> the Phantom Menace. It's wild. So, uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think this, I think the, the whole episode, I think the best parts of this episode are that it is subtle. Like, I think this episode is better during a rewatch because it does all these like reveals of all these subtle things. Right. That like the first time. In, in my experience, uh, I think the first time watching it, I was just kind of like, a lot of this just kind of came out of nowhere. Like, the monkey stole the pens. They're having secret sex. Right. Like, and then you look back and you're like, there are little nuggets mm-hmm. here and there that indicate, like like you said, we know that the if you look tight enough, Annie's boobs is stealing everything. If you look tight enough, X, Y, Z. So mm-hmm. it's, it's very interesting. So anyways, we get the secret sex reveal. Um, which is better than a gender reveal party, I will say. There's fewer explosions that mm-hmm. set all of Arizona on fire. Yeah, let's stop setting states or just regions of the planet on fire because we're having a girl. That yes. that is my. I, do, I don't. I don't. Spe- <laughs> I don't want to speak for Good Morning Greendale. I just don't want to set fire to portions of the 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 planet that we very desperately need to continue to live on uh depends on the portion no just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i was not Um, anticipating that one (laughs) never never cared for florida no just kidding um i got "Eh, is there anybody really on the south pole uh i've got no beef against florida specifically i also Um, have no beef against the south pole it's just very cold they uh, show a couple of uh, of these things that Abed picked up on, um, including uh, a, a flashback to Halloween where, like, they go into the bathroom together and um, a, uh, a, a, a claymation flashback because now, okay, I just realized that I just realized the brilliance of this because okay. in that first Christmas episode flashback, we are not getting it from Abed's point of view, but right. in the secret sex reveal, we're getting it from Abed's point of view. And so it's right. in claymation again. I See, never put, I never this, put the two this together. show does things so, and that's subtle. That's super subtle, right? Like the fact that you're like, uh-huh. oh man, I put that together and you feel like, like I, I saw that look on your face. Like, yeah, I just put that <laughs> together. That's awesome. And it's like that subtlety of the show is why we love this show. I think personally that like subtlety, the meta-ness, the attention to detail and that stuff falls away after the, uh, during and after the gas leak here, but that's a different discussion. Uh, but yeah, no, I just, I just, I had never put that 
together because I'm like, oh, it's it's neat that like they have one one bit of the flashback uh, to the Christmas episode that's in claymation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like literally on this podcast just now, I was like, we're getting it through Abed's point of view, and he saw everything as claymation. This, yeah, it's this rare is, that we're. This show is too brilliant, man. It's Holy true. Cow. It's rare on TV when you get really like deep into a point of view character. Um, where you're literally seeing through the point of view character, and literally here we are seeing through Abed's eyes. It's, I, it's like, amazing. I love the show. Everyone watching on the stream can see like my face, just like it my, lit up. My mind is my mind is blown. Um, phenomenal. I love this show. <laughs> the show's awesome. I um, love this show. You know, you know what they should do? Somebody should make a podcast about this show. We might, we might do. Maybe we should do that. We'll maybe do, we'll after be the this first. podcast, we'll do we'll, a community we'll be podcast. The, we'll be the first and only community podcast on the block. It's true. Yeah, they they all get into a fight. Uh, oh, I also I forgot to mention. Also, we get a, an invented flashback of them on a St. Patrick's Day thing, and uh, Abed literally walks in on them uh, putting their clothes back on in his room. In his in his room. Yes. It's always there's a lot of things happening in Abed's room that Abed is not controlling and it's a little concerning. Um but Wait, Jeff does Although he has he has cameras in his room. Canonically. Ooh, I don't like that connotation at all. Hmm. Okay. That pl- it, plot <laughs> hole, or is it just like the maybe the tape got erased that day? Or there is no well. Hmm. It is possible Britain knew about it and did something to the camera so that it wouldn't catch this. Oh, I suppose that's true because she well, she knows about the project. It it after... kind of depends when that that episode is set where they they have the warm criminal friend. Hmm. Okay. There's there's further study needed here, I think. But either way, there is a possibility that Britain knew about the cameras and did some kind of subterfuge to make sure the cameras wouldn't capture their illicit lovemaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's definitely a mystery here, and I think I'm going to need to see the tape of the previous episodes. Oh, okay, great, great. Um, <clears throat> yeah, yes. Jeff does a <clears throat> lot. <laughs> yes, uh, previous episodes of Community is yes. the tape not, that I'm. Not, what the, other the tapes only... would you suggest? the only tape that i'm after wink uh where's i need that uh, uh, i need uh, that did you say Catherine wing? Hahn. did you say wing wing i need i need that Catherine Hahn winking image that has been going you know around what the Twitter. thing is here's the thing okay so i have been trying to keep myself away from all wandavision and now falcon and the winter soldier spoilers and yet that meme went everywhere and i'm pretty sure she that's from wandavision and i'm I don't know how to feel about this. I've not seen it. I've been trying to get my wife to do it, but she's like, I, I want to watch the Star Wars Rebels. And I'm like, fair. I, it's a good show. But like, Wanda, I'm going to miss. And this is the thing where we have a disconnect that I want to be part of the social zeitgeist. And you're mm-hmm. like, I'm going to laugh at the social zeitgeist when everything sucks. <laughs> See, this is this is why I like being late to the to the zeitgeist, because <laughs> if if the if the fans turn on it if it's got a real game final uh season of game of thrones feel to it sure suddenly everyone's just like i want to point that out like you're absolutely right on game of thrones you nailed it from day one when everyone's getting mad about it i can be like ha 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 i was right 
And if it turns out that they stick the landing, uh, like Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. I didn't watch it when it was on. Um, and now you and can go back and be like, oh, this, this show I can is be great. Like, this is great. And then when people talk about Breaking Bad and how good it is, I can be like, I too enjoyed it. And they don't need to know that I was like four years late to watching it. Right. And also, like, who, who, keep, who watches things at the same time anymore? Right. I mean, I also, uh, I, I am so into the culture of zeitgeist that I got into, uh, uh, my wife got me into Downton Abbey. Uh, and boy, that had that did, had a downswing. <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. So, yes. Uh, somehow, Abed didn't have a tape of this transgression. Or- that and i believe he really took jeff at his word of saying that the leprechaun took their clothes um and then britta told him that he can't tell anybody yeah but abed abed literally watches the dailies of those tapes is all i'm saying that's true it's also you know i i think we're we're missing a couple of key dates here when mm-hmm. a you know we've we've got st patrick's day we know mm-hmm. when that is for the mm-hmm. year that this show is set in we do not know when he set up the camera, and we do not know when he told Britta about the camera. Those okay. are the key dates here, I think. Yeah, in the chat, uh, I definitely was into 11 years late to Community. No, I definitely watched it during the original run. So, um, Oh, and uh, Ben in the chat says, Shit's Creek, waited to watch it till it's over. Also a good one, um, uh, because it, it starts out rough. Uh, it's it's definitely worth a watch. It, f- from what I would I've heard, not, it's got similar to the Parks and Rec rough opening. I would not have stuck with it if I was watching it in real time. Uh, but I, I got into it during the like second to last season. Absolutely worth it. I will um, be I will be so needing yeah, to watch I'm, that. I'm as fine. Well. I am totally fine being being behind the zeitgeist because uh, that way I get I people people who are part of the zeitgeist and tweeting along with it and everything and being real happy about it uh I consider them the beta testers um and then you know what that's a fair point if it if it gets into production uh on the old Ben's TV screen uh cool I'll give it a watch but if it that means if it it's doesn't been beta pass, tested and it's solid yeah if it doesn't pass uh if it doesn't pass QA then uh, I don't need to watch it I will say Looking that this at you works. Lost. <laughs> okay, I stepped over your punchline, and I apologize for that. You can just edit that just uh-huh. right out out of the uh, the the finished podcast. What I do want to say is that there is one exception to that, where being part of the culture of zeitgeist is kind of the only way to do it, and that is live sports or live events of some kind, like the Grammys or the and Oscars. That's why I don't watch the sports or award shows. You have me there, friend. Um, I mean, I could go back and watch like Super Bowl 48 and be like, hell yeah, let's do this, baby. Wait, who? who wasn't that the one that the Broncos <laughs> lost? Or wait, which one was the Broncos? I have, I have no idea. Like, like I know. I pulled a random number out of my butt. If you pulled the Broncos one, I'm going to be shocked. You pulled the Broncos one. <laughs> you also pulled the Broncos one where they lost 43 to 8. And the first snap was of safety. Uh huh. Sounds like the Broncos. But so still a Broncos one. Yeah, they all get really mad because they are, are like, we all decided at the beginning of the year that no one can be intimately involved with anyone else in this group. 
because otherwise bad things will happen. Uh, Troy also seems to remember that this included uh, being intimate with themselves. And Jeff is like, we never said (laughs) ourselves. And Troy's like, now I'm really mad. I like the idea that uh, Troy just took this line and was like, all right, we have all agreed as a group. No more masturbating. No jerking it for me, said Troy. Uh, yeah, that's, that's kind of a lot. <laughs> it's, it's worth a deep dive on itself, I think. They, they accuse Britta and Jeff of put, constantly putting themselves above the rest of the group. Mm-hmm. And they're like, when have we done that? And then we get tons and they of examples. The receipts. They brought <laughs> receipts. Like in barbering, when Jeff switched the hair of his dummies for Troy's, and Troy is good at barbering. I also love just how many classes get invented in this, where it's like, here's a barbering class that they're definitely all are part of. Mm-hmm. Um, Britta bursts get- into Abed's dorm room, surprise mm-hmm. shock, and turns off Abed and Troy's watching of the special premiere of The Cape, so she can watch news of rioting in Tunisia, because humanity is premiering, you jags. I love that... This is where we see Abed's obsession with the cape really come into play. Oh, yeah. This um, is the episode where we get the cape. Uh, we get a quick moment where Britta reaches into Annie's backpack, uses her chapstick, attempts to throw it back into the backpack, and it falls <laughs> to the floor. And Britta does not even seem to notice. Um, Look, Alison Bree's facial acting is so tremendous in this scene. And... Like, if I were to do a green screen joke, it would have been that scene and I would be behind the couch. But it's so good. I I also I also really love the next flashback where they have built a house for Habitat for Humanity. And the dean is there and he's like, this Habitat was for humanity. But Whoever it, did they it, built step it, forward. They built it, but it looks like it's been burnt down. Uh-huh. And they, Britta and Jeff do the thing where they kind of start moving forward and everyone else takes a step forward. And the Dean is just like, well, I can see from the fact that you didn't step forward. You didn't do this. You are free to go, Jeff and Britta. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. Um, one one that I think we might like, have skipped. I, I don't think that'll hold up in court. Like, Oh, no. Any, no, no, no. Anyone who murdered uh, the victim, please step forward. Well... I see that you didn't step forward, my lad, so you are free to go. Excellent. Case dismissed. I, I do. I, I We might have skipped one, uh, but uh, Jeff is stopped by the in the hallway by the rest of the group, and they're like, we need to talk. And Jeff turns around and yells to everyone else in earshot. It's like, these guys are giving out free iPhones. And then they get bum rushed. It's like, uh, iPhones. It's great. So there's a lot, a lot happening with the Jeff and Britta putting themselves above the group uh, montage. Uh, so, but then they're like, "Well, no, but you guys kind of suck too." And then we get a bunch of flashbacks about that. I do want to point out that Britta says, "Feast your ear tongues on these memory pops." I hate everything that you just said even though britta you britta said it through your mouth and i i hate sure. it still feast your ear tongues on these memory pops i i literally copied that verbatim so that i could say it during the podcast because i knew you'd hate it i, and hate I hated it. it don't get me wrong 
I hated it too, but I think I hated it less than you hate it. I turned this podcast into a reverse ASMR podcast like 20 minutes ago. And this was the most painful And this thing is to the most to. painful part of the podcast. Also, 20 minutes ago is hilarious. It was like 40. <laughs> Shut up. So <laughs> uh, that's all I got. Um, we're running on empty we can only sell each other to shut up improv is out the window if if anyone asks uh my vaccine's kicking in and now (laughs) shut up that's why so (laughs) look look i've got a fever and the fever is for you to shut up speaking of vaccines one of the things that we flash back to is Pierce <laughs> injecting himself with a third flu vaccine. What a wonderful segue, he is by like, the way. Just wanna... I'll be a living God. And truthfully, it's how I feel right now, baby. You you can go got, anywhere and be like, not I, really. I can go, I can go anywhere today. in five weeks after I get my next one. <laughs> it's going to be great. And I can go ever anywhere in five weeks plus two days because mine's a Thursday. And then, so um, uh, we see Shirley get them into a makeup selling pyramid scheme. Absolutely, uh, a nice MLM to get your friends into. Love it. Uh, it's uh, true. Sorry, not a pyramid scheme. Multi level marketing for yes. legal reasons. Uh, I have to point that out. Um, otherwise, I am in trouble with InvestCorp. Uh, mm-hmm. the uh, our corporation. main sponsor, unfortunately, our main sponsor, uh, InvestCorp. Um, how Invest would you like to have five people Invest working Corp. directly under you? All you have to do is have be one of the five people under someone else. Not a not a pyramid scheme. Uh, my favorite my favorite part of this montage is during lunch when Pierce would just make caca and grab a grab something off of Abed's plate and eat it and just like a minute later caca and grab like half of a sandwich everybody's just staring at him like what are you doing <laughs> and you know he's just doing it and no one's stopping him they're just like trying to use the stare at this person slack jawed and maybe they'll figure out this probably isn't something you should do and he's like I don't care. I have the power in this situation. Caw-caw! In fairness, if that were happening, I would kind of want to see where that situation goes. Like, I would kind of <laughs> just be like, okay, um, I'll just uh, let's I'll just watch this and see. You hey, know, it's not happening to me. I still because, have my food because if you're if a friend does that one time and you don't do anything like you're just like okay yeah whatever that was weird and then they go back again and then you're like how deep does this go now i w- <laughs> like it's a conspiracy i will say though i will say i'm in in argument yes it will be one one different thing if for whatever reason you you my friend ben wanted to grab one of my fries off of my plate or or a collection of fries. Like, well going caca. Like I know you're doing a bit. Cause y- we do bits with each other. I have never done well. a bit ever. What about this your This is un- a serious this is a serious podcast brought to you this by Investors. Po- <laughs> this is a serious podcast, in which we do bad ASMR. Um <laughs> But if if it's a friend like Pierce, for instance, somebody that I'm not a huge fan of. I probably wouldn't be like, oh, what a rascally rabbit. Uh, we get a brief shot of Troy and Abed imitating Jeff, which is pretty funny. Um, we it's get 
a flashback to a St. Patrick's Day raft something the, the something. The same one that that Abed mm-hmm. saw after after and saw Jeff and and Britta and, having um, their clothes stolen by a leprechaun. Mm-hmm. And uh, Troy is like, I've watched enough uh, movies to know that popping the back of the raft makes it go faster. The line deliveries are so good. Just Donald. The reason I watched this show in the beginning was like, oh, Donald Glover's on this, and he delivers. He's so good. I need to watch Atlanta. Maybe our next podcast could be Atlanta. That's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a very bad We're idea. We're two white men in Portland. That's a bad idea. <laughs> it's a very bad idea. Um. Uh, what's the whitest whitest show we could? We could just talk about Portlandia. I know that's what I was just about to suggest. That would be, that. Uh, I, I thought you were going to ask podcast. the opposite question of like, what is the least appropriate show for us to talk about? And that's The Wire. We do get this is when Abed is obsessed with the cape, and he comes in to the cafeteria, and he's flinging his cape around, and he he pulls Jeff's lunch off of the thing, and he's like, "That show is going to last three weeks," and then we get finally. There it is. Six seasons in a movie, uh, which later becomes the sort of rallying cry of this very show. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Indeed. Uh, And someday we will get that movie and we will talk about it. And lobby for us to be the announcements guys at Greendale Community College. If we actually get a... (laughs) If we actually somehow make that happen, I will die a little bit because I I will be credited in the same piece of art as like Joel McHale, Don Glover, Allison Brie. No, I'm dead. Mm-hmm. I've died. And then, died. and then at, at that point, we'd we'd have Bacon numbers because we could connect ourselves to Kevin Bacon. Oh my God, we could. I and that's really that's really what acting is about. It's true. <laughs> it is true. So um, we get a quick flashback of Annie, uh, who is apparently doing karate of some sort, some sort of She's martial art. She's got a art. purple belt she's punching people in the face because they keep sneaking up on her so uh yeah they're like no well we we compartmentalized our libidos for the good of the whole group and annie is like well what's been going on with us all year and she insists that jeff has been that she and jeff have been having all these stolen glances and long looks and we get a bunch of flashbacks to sarah Bareilles's gravity uh so good this is all so good this is okay like me and ben know exactly where we're going with this but for our listeners there is a fan video out there by veritas seven four or two four that put this together after debate 109 or uh, debate whatever the debate number was where it put all these shots of jeff and and annie together with this song and then the people that made community saw it <laughs> and thought it was funny. And they talked about it on the first season uh, commentaries. I read about that. I did not listen to this. The uh, I did not listen to it. Uh, but and then they were like, let's make it in the show. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's the kind of that I would do. Apologies. I know we have a teenager in the chat, but <laughs> it's the kind of stuff that I would do. I will say that is that is the a show like this. It is fun to be part of the zeitgeist because like it's sort of that feedback loop of like the show comes out and you're sort of interacting with the show 
And then, so you're sort of interacting with the show and like watching it and tweeting about it. And then the show is sort of feeding off that energy. I will say a show like this, where you can have that sort of bi-directional interaction, uh, I do think that's when it is actually very amazing and great thing to be part of that zeitgeist. Right. Because Similarly, the you, don't, you don't get that if you are watching it a year later, two years later, five years later, you know. Um, so yeah, being able, being able to actually kind of have that back and forth, really great. Most shows, however, don't take advantage of that. Like that is true. Did. Most shows seem not to really care too much about their fans at all. Um, but some weird, mm-hmm. um, but like, you know, the, the uh, community, because it is so meta and so kind of connected with its fan base, it feels like is too, super into it. We get this shot or this this flashback of Sarah Bareilles' Gravity, which I love that like they had to go out and be like, we need to go get the licensing for this song because this person did this yeah. YouTube video. If um, I remember correctly, I read that uh, Dan Harmon spent like $30,000 to make this happen. <laughs> and I love that. And then apparently, and I don't want to get too far ahead of me, the per- Sarah Bareilles Shows up as a as a guest actor mm-hmm. in like season four, I think it is. Yep, um, it's tremendous. Like everything co- folds back on itself. It's so wild. We uh, we get this this uh, set series of flashbacks that are all very weird. Uh, Jeff has to give her the Heimlich at one point. There's a giant robot running down mm-hmm. the hall, and Pierce is in a hot dog costume for some reason. Oh, that's um, pretty normal, I think. Uh, they're having a like jump rope uh, thing in the cafeteria. Like it's all very weird. Um, but every everyone sort of has a, a moment where like in Annie's mind, Jeff is kind of giving her the eyes or whatever. And he's like, no, you could do the same thing with, you know, Pierce and Abed. So the same thing happens with Pierce and Abed where uh, Abed is doing his whole like he looks like he's doing a monologue about the cape wearing the cape. Mm-hmm. And Pierce is just kind of looking at him, and it's the same. It's the same song, and <laughs> it's that so song just that has power. It does. Where it it turns Pierce, who is kind of not invested in what's going on, to maybe there's something there. And so they get in a fight of uh, whether there's more between uh, Jeff and Annie or uh, Abed and Pierce, and. Um, this is when Pierce says, "How dare you!" This is when the dean shows up in a carnival outfit uh, because he heard that they were having a little bit of a fight, and, uh, and Jeff what's says, the rumpus? "We were debating how many times a year a man can barge in in a dumb costume with irrelevant news." And then we get a great montage, Dean of montage, Dean outfits. He shows up in a cat costume for the Feline AIDS Awareness Day. A Catwoman costume because he's got the whip. Mozart, uh, f- which I do love the po- uh, the pun where he's like, Greendale's music program is Baroque. Um, yeah, it's very good. As somebody uh, that did a lot of singing in high school, choice. He comes in with uh, uh, Tina Turner uh, to uh, what's Dean got to do with it? And he's like, you need to Tina Turner the clocks ahead for daylight saving time. Like... I like how the first two are like, okay. I can see it, this. I, I can it's see weird, this. It's weird, but I can see this. 
Tina Turner, the clock's ahead for daylight saving time. It's, it's literally like, I need to square this circle a little bit. <laughs> it's, but where it's a is lot. It? Caesar uh, for a Caesar salad bar. Mm-hmm. And that one fits. Gone with the Windows Cotillion. He's just um, Scarlet O'Hara. <laughs> but I got to say, Jim Rash pulls off every single one of these outfits. There I said it. It's true. He's very good at, at doing this. The Dean is great. Jim Rash is great. <laughs> All of these costumes rule, and I love Jim Rash so mm-hmm. much. I um, do want to point out why he's doing it Gone with the Windows Cotillion. It's a celebration of their new energy conscious windows. That's worth celebrating. I agree. When I got new windows in my house that were energy conscious, I was like, whoa. I would go to that. Actually, I wouldn't go to. I don't know what a cotillion is. So, um, it, I don't. I, I don't know what a cotillion is, and at this point, I'm too afraid to ask. So that's fair. I, I and I was not part of the rich South. I'll say it that way. And the dean is just like, well, I guess we don't see our patterns until they're laid out in front of us. And then he runs off, and he's surely, crying. He, yes. He's crying. It's Surely important to know is that like, he's crying. Look, can we stop fighting? We're starting to hurt innocent perverts. It's true. Troy's like, I don't want to stop. We're airing all this dirty laundry. After this, we'll stop fighting forever. And Abed decides to pull the ripcord. It's like, does anybody remember our awful camping trip where everybody argued? And then he's like, let's stop fighting. Britta's very happy that we're getting it all out there so they can stop fighting. And that's what happened at during shirley's nursery and also during caesar salad day and we go down into a rabbit hole of Uh arguing and deciding to want to argue so they'll stop fighting and then we kind of jump through as troy yells through all of them and then it's like inception it is like inception where in the current day troy uh gets a nosebleed because he's yelling so much i mean that's three levels of yellception so of course your nose is going to bleed you can't take that many levels no one's gone to level three it's true it's too far it's too deep yeah they they are like okay well they just decide to like surely asks for a paintbrush and then they all kind of just start working on the diorama in absolute silence sure i I, we jumped a little bit forward because there's there's a sentence i do want to say um jeff tells abed to stop being meta and asks why he always has to take whatever happens to the group and shove it up its own ass uh well jeff it's because it's on the tv show community so it's true um but yeah they they kind of and he says that he's just pointing out what no one wants to acknowledge the group is toxic and they fight about fight about fighting and they could storm out in a huff, but instead they start returning to make the diorama. Right. Um, and this is when Chang comes screaming back out of the vent, torn to pieces by Annie's boobs, asking if anybody has any iodine. I'm astounded by the phrase torn to pieces by Annie's boobs. Continuing, they are all working on this in silence. And um, then um, we get a jeff winger speech which also sort of transcends through the the levels of of jeff winger speech that's a hard thing to say yeah it's fine jeff winger speech um you know back through the camping trip and back through the the haunted house and uh back through you know all the all the different levels um including one where he's like the cape might still find life, uh, second life on cable. 
I, I enjoyed the lines of El Corazón del Agua es Verdad, meaning the heart of the water is truth. And Harrison Ford is irradiating our testicles with microwave satellite transmissions. Yeah, because there's one where they're all in straight jackets and uh, also one where Pierce has gotten in trouble with some drug runners. Um, there's a lot. There's a lot going, <laughs> there's like, a lot going the, on here that wasn't even suggested in the previous ones. Get re- more and more and more ludicrous as time goes on. But the the thing is, Jeff always ties it back up with a Jeff Winger speech. And uh, they all, at, at the top level, the current level mm-hmm. of Jeff Winger speechception, uh, they're like, well, you know, we can get through anything. So I guess it's okay if you and Britta want to keep hooking up. And they all kind of walk off, have the, this, this uh, fight being over, and... Uh, they're both Jeff and Britta are kind of like, So, guess we don't have to keep sneaking around anymore. Yeah, I guess not. You want to stop, stop doing, doing this? this? Yeah. 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 It's not you, it's, it's me. It's you. Yeah, it's definitely Jeff. It's um, definitely but they, Jeff. But they do have a platonic handshake, which I did enjoy. Um, as Jeff and Britta leave, Chang runs in. It's like, hey, I, I'm going to remind you of, and then he's like, oh, everybody's gone. And he's like, he sees Annie's boobs and walks over. And she's like, they don't even care who they hurt. And then sits down to the monkey. He's like, you know, we've had some pretty good times and we get gravity <laughs> back. And it's basically just Annie's boobs slapping Chang in the back of the head mm-hmm. in the vet. It's very good. Um, we move to the tag, which is an animated short by the Dean, uh, where the, the Dean comes in and, uh jeff is like i don't care about repercussions and i don't care about the dean and all the uh, the rest of the study group is giving him crap for it and then specifically the dean part and then meanwhile outside a truck of toxic waste crashes and transforms the dean into mega dean and he comes back a lot of cyborg components for somebody that got splashed a lot of cyborg components yes um the dean comes back in and murders everyone brutally murders everybody including like squishing jeff together and eating him Mm -hmm. which is sure sure right right before he dies jeff is like wait i care now 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 i care and then the dean doesn't uh, doesn't care and just no Uh, and then and everyone then, is up in heaven and the dean uh, they're like the dean runs our school he's entitled to a modicum of respect <laughs> and uh, we it's insinuated that jeff was just jealous of the Je- dean. jealous of his outfits and then and he's mm-hmm. like maybe you have a crush on him and jeff's mm-hmm. like i'll never tell wink that is the end of the episodes and that means that it is time for great this one's this one's kind of weird because I feel like maybe because I was taking notes on it to talk about in a podcast space, it's kind of like, yeah, I don't know. This episode's like fine. And I was prepared to give it kind of like a C because when you are trying to sit down and watch it and take notes, it's all a lot. And it's all just 17 layers of meta. Sure. But talking with you uh, and our live audience um, really brought me back around on it. There's a lot of very clever things about it that 
Um, I think it's really great in a sort of uh, episode binge where you're just kind of like cruising through episodes. Because I think as like a one standalone, like this is the one I'm going to watch for the week. And also I happen to be doing a podcast about it. I'm like, yeah, it's it's kind of lacking. But I think if you are putting it on or in between other episodes where other things happen. Yeah, it is. It is kind of a return to that, like uh, the group's self-destructive and and um, codependent tendencies which they go to that well a lot of times and sure it does what the the thing is built off of yeah but the episodes that really like hit on that uh i do think can sometimes get a little bit old but i do think there's enough clever things in this episode uh that really kind of bring it back around for me um the fact that i never once realized we get that claymation scene because it's Abed retelling that story, like so damn clever. Oh my god! It's very, very. And clever. I've never, I've, I've watched this show like a million times, and I've never once caught that. Um, so yeah, there's a, a a lot of really clever stuff going on. I will give it a B for that cleverness. I still think that as just kind of an episode, it doesn't really it doesn't really pull me in and like i'm not like oh yeah like start to uh, start to finish i'm really digging on it um sure. but there is so much clever stuff that i think i think it's good um i think it's good in a lot of ways um and the the sort of narrative through line is you know less great uh but i sure. do think that evens out to a good b so yeah that's what i'll give it so I think we're going to diverge a little bit here, um, mostly because I really love the idea of the show. I really love the idea of the episode being a clip show of things that we never saw. So it's not like we're, it's kind of expecting you to come at that meta note and it nails it there, mm-hmm. especially with the kind of canonization of basically making fun of a fan video, <laughs> which I, I love. I, I love it. Um, it's so funny to me. Um, you don't get, you're right though. The through the narrative through line is flimsy at best. And it's just kind of a way to get the clips on. And you could say that about so many different clip shows where mm-hmm. the, the narrative's like, Oh, do you remember when we did that thing? And then it's that thing that you saw before, but this time you never saw it. And I think, I think to the commitment to the bit, which I've, which I always appreciate when somebody's going to commit to a bit as hard as they can. This mm-hmm. is community committing to a bit um, where it's like, ha, well, it would be funny if it was a clip show that we never did. Um, so I really appreciate that just cosmically wild swing to take. I, I think at the time it was probably wilder than it is now. Um, and I think it's really funny. I think there's so many portions of it that's just like here's a bit like a bite-sized joke that just really works like pierce injecting him with a third flu shot to become a god or you know troy has just punched the uh it's like i when you pop the back of a wrap it makes you go faster like those little pieces of it make this episode to me and like kind of even noting the joke about like, okay, we always kind of come back around on a winger speech. So let's make fun of ourselves for doing that. It, it like, like 
we go really really down the meta the meta meta space here and i think it really works for this episode especially because what they're making fun of is such a convention within television i think it is one of the ones that i would keep coming back to even though the narrative is a little bit raw maybe it's not quite there and things like that i would give it an a i love this episode very much awesome well we want to know what you think about this episode about uh interesting nicknames that you have had um about what else did we talk about on this episode uh we didn't bring up any old nickelodeon properties for once certainly not Um, we almost did at the end there because somebody's somebody in the chat did mention avatar the last airbender and boy will we talk about that if given the opportunity yeah i don't i don't remember what we talked about but we want to know oh scooby-doo what would your scooby-doo that's the cartoon we talked about what would, what would your scooby-doo plot be yeah. um wait wait for my wait for me to make a a, a name generator uh, a name gen a scooby-doo plot generator and then um everything will be great um you can generate your own scooby-doo plot and uh i don't know animate it yourself somehow <laughs> because hey go i, do I the believe work. in you hey get the work done we love you uh-huh um you sometimes you gotta get in get in there and do the work this is funny from somebody that just spent a two-week depressive episode where they barely did anything at mm-hmm. work when mm-hmm. i say that uh let us know what uh zeitgeists you want to be a part of and which ones you want to not be if it's super bowl 48 cool if it's game of thrones we're only going cool. to pay attention to super bowl 48 talk um anyways we they're not the jacksonville jaguars got them in we did this as a live episode uh for our five dollar and up patreon patrons yes we Uh, did impose ourselves upon our five dollar and up patrons they they watched it they had a fun time i hope chatting with us here in the chat um we do have a new patreon patron who joined us today uh so thank you to benjamin warrener hope i said that correctly i'm notoriously bad at names um Thank you for joining us and being a Patreon patron. If you too would like to join us, uh, we do these once a month when we're not uh, both grappling with the midst of depression here in 2021. Huzzah! Um, and uh, you can do that at patreon.com slash back to Futurama. You can find us on Twitter at Good Greendale, and you can find us on the web at goodmorninggreendale.com. Um, and of course, don't forget about League of Jeremy's, our fan group put on, uh, put together by, uh, Laura, who's in the chat today. Um, so we appreciate you for that as well. Uh, Mm -hmm. we mostly talk about whatever new episodes come out, but there's also a lot of great Futurama and community memes in there. So, um, we have fun. It's good time. Thor is great. Uh, we do want to thank you, uh, as always, coming to the end of these. Uh, I know we called out, did our call to action, action, action for Patreon. But if you're, you know, I know it's times are rough. If you're, if you can't and you just want to listen to these episodes, we love you all the same. You know, we, we know it's difficult. We had, like we've, we've discussed, we had a couple episodes where, or one episode where we, we couldn't get the time together and we couldn't get the right energy to do this podcast. And, we love you. You are the reason we do this. 
even when we're low, we build ourselves up so we can do this for you guys. So we, we love you. Whatever you want to give is great. Whether that's nothing, some, you just want to listen, you want to talk back on Twitter or, or Facebook or whatever. We just love doing this for you. And I hope that we put a smile on your face in a rough time. And, you know, we're, we on this podcast are one fourth of the way to, to being fully vaccinated. And we are hope, hoping that you are on the way too, and that you are going to be safe and healthy. And we love you very much. Yeah. And, uh, on a, on a, you know, slight, a more serious note, if you're like, Hey, I'm, I'm maybe kind of perhaps somewhat considering, uh, giving these, these dinguses money. Um, but you're on the fence about it rather than giving us that money. Um, there's, uh, a lot of really bad uh, anti-trans legislation going on in parts of the country right now and a lot of uh, very bad um, uh, hate crime against uh, yes, Asian Americans. Very much so. And if you're on the fence about giving us money, give give to causes yeah. that support those instead. Um, we're, we're two white guys that will be doing this regardless. There are people that really can use that. You can help people in the world that, you know, we should all be built up. We should all be lifted up. So. Uh, and so on that note, I think that's going to do it for us this week. I think we, we did enough. We did too much, frankly. So until next time, I'm Ben. And I'm Mike. I, I wish, wish you luck. luck.